Hello, my little pop cultured swineys. Um, it's Sunday and it's me again. I know it's been a long minute since we've had Sunday episodes. I know it's been even longer since we've had episodes where it's just been me by myself, but we're back into the flow of things. Um, I almost like forgot how these go. I was like, wait, do I like just hit record? Because on Wednesday's episodes, they are set up differently than on Sunday's episodes. So it's been a while, you guys. Um, I'm excited to be back, though, on Sundays. I've missed you guys. I know I talked to you guys. Well, here's the thing, because, like, on Sundays, it's so much more intimate because I'm actually, like, talking to you guys, even though you guys aren't talking back. And I'm essentially just like, talking out loud to myself, um, which is fine because I'm a complete narcissist. But it's so much more intimate. Like, I feel like I'm just, like, venting to some friends. Um, but Wednesdays are different because I'm... I feel like it's me and Megan talking to each other and you guys are listening to us. So it's a little different, but I'm back and I'm I'm happy to be back. I missed talking to you guys just one on one. Um I like I said it's been a kind of a while. Um I'd stopped doing this Sunday episodes just because I was kind of just like at a bad place in my life where I was just feeling really depressed all the time and it can be kind of hard to like, just sit in your apartment and be like, okay, now I have to, like, press record and, like, talk out loud and, like, be all cheerful and happy and, like, I have this task that I have to do and people are counting on me. So, I, like, I felt like Sunday episodes kept getting, like, staggered, like, I would miss Sundays or I just felt like my heart wasn't really in it and so they weren't even, like, enjoyable anymore just because I was just, like, I don't know, I was just, like, in a weird place. I, like, kind of hated my job um, and... There was just, like, a lot going on where I was just, like, I just wasn't in it to win it. So that's why we had moved, after The Bachelor had ended, we had moved Sunday episodes to Wednesday so that um, we could have co-host Megan on there. And that definitely helped a lot. Um, having, like, someone else there that I have to do it with, you know, like, Megan makes time in her schedule to record these with me. So, like, being able to be, like, I have to do this on Wednesdays because Megan is taking time to do it with me and like having someone else hold you accountable definitely changes things. Um, it makes it a lot, lot, lot easier to actually record and like have fun. Um, so we ended up really liking it cause we, we you know, we were just going to do it until the bachelorette came back on and then we were going to switch back to our normal schedule of me and Megan doing Wednesday episodes about the bachelorette and then me doing Sunday pop culture episodes alone. But we ended up kind of just falling in love with the two of us talking about the weekly pop culture. It kind of was a lot more fun for us because towards the end of The Bachelor, we were kind of dreading the episodes just because it would go on for so long. They would be like over two hour long episodes just because there's so much happening in The Bachelor. We both have our own opinions about stuff. So we'd go off on these tangents. And so then we kind of started dreading watching the episodes. Plus, then, we, you know, we'd have to watch the episodes within, like, 24 hours of the show coming on because we record on Wednesdays. I watched The Bachelorette on Tuesdays on Hulu. So it was just kind of all stressful. So we ended up falling in... No one cares and everyone knows, but I'm just going to talk about this anyways. So we ended up falling in love with just doing the pop culture episodes on Wednesdays because it was so much more lighthearted and fun and um, not so time-consuming. Or, like, putting such a deadline on us to watch The Bachelorette. 
Um, and so I decided, but you know, there was still a lot of people who loved our Bachelor recap episodes. So I decided I would bring back Sunday episodes and just talk about the Bachelor recap on my own. And that way I would have almost a full week to watch the episode. So I wouldn't be so stressed. Because like sometimes I literally be watching like Wednesday at 5 a.m. before work. That way I could be ready for Wednesday night episode. Like it was stressful. So now I have all the way of like almost a full week to watch the episode. So it's a lot less stressful. Um, and it will only be me. So the episodes won't be so long because me and Megan won't be having discussions about things. So I think this is going to work out. Um, and plus having to do like an episode every week, I think will hold me accountable instead of just being like, well, there was pop culture news this week, but it wasn't a lot. So should I even record an episode? Like every week there's going to be a new episode of The Bachelor to recap. So I'll have to do Sunday episodes if that makes sense. So I hope you guys like our new setup. I think it will be best for this podcast and I'm really excited to do it. Um, I was going to start last week but um if you guys listen to Wednesday's episode you know that I was really 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 sick last week um I had a like super high fever for five days straight it was insane I've like never have been that I think I've been that sick before once in my life it was when I was in college but it was like I had a fever for like three days straight but this was five whole days it sucked. I was, like, sweating profusely. It was crazy. Um, so I'm feeling better in the sense that, like, I don't have a fever or a headache or, like, the shakes or anything like that anymore. But <coughs> perfect timing. That was not planned. I still do have a really bad cough. My voice is still really strained. I, like, can't hear shit. Um, and I have to blow my nose, like, every 30 seconds. It's I this is crazy I mean I'm so over this but like yesterday I woke up early and I was like I'm gonna catch an 11 a.m movie because like if you guys know I talk about a lot on the podcast like my favorite thing to do in the world is to go to the movies and I love going to the movies at like 11 a.m on a weekend when like no one is there and so yesterday I woke up super early so I could like get ready eat breakfast and like enjoy a coffee on the patio and just be like I'm like ready for the Saturday I even like walked down to the movie theater but like the walk down there I had blown my nose probably at least 13 times and I kept having like coughing attacks and like I live like less than a mile from the movie theater so it was like in a span of like 15 minutes that I was like having all these symptoms and I was like I can't go to the movies like this like I can't go to the movies and be the person in the movie that's like coughing every two seconds and, like, is blowing their nose, like, disgustingly in the theater. So, it's, like, ruining my life, this fucking sickness. Because, like, I wanted to go to the movies. I finally had time to go to the movies yesterday. I even walked into the fucking theater. And then I couldn't even go to the movies. So, I'm pissed. And I'm hoping I'll be, like, completely better soon. I just feel like this is, like, my voice now. And, like, I'm never going to be, like, able to hear properly again. People keep saying things to me. Like, I genuinely, like, cannot hear and people keep saying things to me, and, like, I can't hear them, and so I just kind of, like, haha, yeah, and I can tell that's, like, not the appropriate response. It's been a pretty awkward week at work, because I just keep being, like, haha, <laughs> and they just look at me, like, what? So, I'm just ready to be back normal, but I'm gonna power through this episode today, because I didn't want to be, like, back to my old ways, where I'm, like, oh, two weeks in a row, I missed an episode, haha, um, so I'm just sacrificing myself for you guys. You guys are so ungrateful. Just kidding. 
<clears throat> but I am excited to do this recap. Um, and I'm feeling good today. I've had a really good weekend. On, I mean, I know yesterday I didn't get to go to the movies, but instead I went shopping and I spent way too much money. Um, I'm trying to save my money and that didn't happen yesterday, but I did, I really did need new work clothes. So I bought a ton of new work clothes. Um, I bought this shirt at Nordstrom Rack. It was on sale for $9 and I was like, damn, that's a fucking steal. Ching, like in my cart. And then when I went to, like when I paid and I, he rang it up, it was on sale for one penny. I got this shirt. It was originally $45 from Nordstrom. I got it at Nordstrom Rack for one cent. Literally one penny. That was the price of the shirt. One penny. The guy was like, what the fuck? What a good deal. I was like, so shook. And then speaking of shook and fucking Nordstrom Rack, you guys, I have to tell you the story. And then I promise I'll get into the Bachelor recap. I know you guys are like, I'm here for the fucking Bachelor. I'm here for the right reasons and you're not. And it's like, I know, but like I said in the beginning, I'm a narcissist and I want to tell my life. Um, you guys, I don't know if there's like a ghost or a demon just following me around. I'm, I'm welcome to either. They're both welcome here, but just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Demons aren't welcome here, just in case a Ouija board is listening. Um, but listen to this fucking story. I'm like trying not to think about it too much because it's really freaking me out. So yesterday I was in Nordstrom Rack and um, I bought a pair of earrings that are super cute, but I was like carrying around the earrings, just like looking at all the jewelry. And then I like don't know what happened, but I like dropped the earrings and they hit the floor and like the little backing came off of one of them. And so I even had to like go to the earrings and steal a backing off another set of earrings to put it on that earring or also it was just I was gonna lose it like it was just falling out of the little paper holder um so like I and so like the backing that it came with is like a gold backing with a little clear piece of plastic like glued to it to like really secure your thing and then the backing that I stole from another pair of earrings was like a little silver one just like your common earring backing so they're like mix matched um but I was like whatever like I just need a backing for this earring so, and, like, I dropped it, and it, like, it, like, they, like, flew on the floor. Like, the earring came off the packaging because it, like, lost its backing. And I, like, I looked on the ground in Nordstrom Rack, and I couldn't see it. So that's why I was, like, well, I'm just going to take it backing off another earring. And so then I probably was in Nordstrom Rack for another 20 minutes just walking around. Then I took the escalator upstairs, and then I walked three blocks over to the bus stop. I was, was at the bus stop for a few minutes got on the bus, rode the bus all the way back to my apartment, walked into, walked the, across the street, like one block to my apartment. I came in, I went straight to like my little bed couch area and I put the bag of stuff that I bought down. I immediately took off my shoes and cause I remember specifically I took off my shoes so I could try on these shoes I bought. I like immediately took off the shoes I was wearing next to my bed I changed clothes next to my bed, like, never, never in the, like, the span of me coming in the door with all my stuff did I go to the bathroom. I, like, probably went to the bathroom, like, a few hours later, because then I, I took a full four-hour nap in my bed, and then I woke up later, and I went to the bathroom, and then I left my house, and so then, la-da-da, everything's fine, blah, blah, blah. 
Then last night, you guys, at fucking 2.30 in the morning, I, like, go to the bathroom right before bed, and on my bathroom rug, you guys, I'm so creeped out, on my bathroom rug is the fucking backing of the earring. And I was like, is this, I was like, how did this get in here? Because I thought it was, like, the other earring backing I was like oh did this backing fall off and I like somehow tracked it into my bathroom so I like went over to the earrings nope both earrings still had backings one was the original backing one was the mixed matched backing so how did the second backing that matched the pair of earrings get into my fucking bathroom you guys I can't deal I'm like so stressed out by this because <coughs> And I know some people are thinking, like, oh, maybe it's from a different pair of earrings. But no, because I don't wear earrings. Like, I never wear earrings. Like, I know I bought this pair of earrings, but, like, I never wear earrings. Ever. Because my ear holes are, like, very slanted. Like, they're not, they don't line up with each other. So, <coughs> excuse me. I, like, <coughs> I, like, never, ever, ever wear earrings. I haven't worn earrings in probably, like, a year. But I treated myself to this pair of earrings. So, it wasn't, like, it wasn't from another pair of earrings. It wasn't from the the one backing that was, like, intact, because it's still on the earring. It wasn't from my shoes. Like, I didn't step on it in Nordstrom and then somehow walk six blocks total over, like, a course of two hours. And somehow it still stuck in my shoe, because I took my shoe off in my bedroom right when I got home. Did not enter my bathroom. It, like, wasn't on my shirt. It wasn't on my pants. And, like, I was holding the earrings, and they didn't, like, hit me and they fell on the ground. Like, they just, like, flew out of my hand. So, like, the backing fell off in Nordstrom on the floor, and I couldn't find it. So then how the fuck, you guys, did it end up in my bathroom? You guys, I, like, when I saw it on the floor last night... I, like, didn't pick it up for a few minutes because I was so stressed out by, like, how did this get here? Ew, ew, I don't even know why I told you guys that story because I just want to pretend that it didn't happen. I don't know how it got there. I do not know how it got there. If you guys have any idea, please let me know because I'm really freaked out. I'm, like, so truly scared. Anyways... I just had to get that off my chest because I texted my best friend that story last night. Granted, it was almost 3 a.m. And she didn't text me back. And so now I've just been living with this truth um, to myself. And I've been really freaked out all morning. I'm not going to lie. Like, I woke up and the first thing I thought when I woke up was, how the fuck did that earring backing get from the ground of Nordstrom Rack to my apartment bathroom floor? <sighs> There's a fucking demon, I swear to God. <sighs> Anyways, let's get into the Bachelor news. Um, <laughs> smooth transition. I'm just trying not to freak out. I mean, I definitely cough a lot during this. Excuse me. I'm not actually going to do it right now. <coughs> <coughs> Ooh, you guys like that flu ASMR? Um, okay, so let's get into The Bachelor. So we're starting off on episode three. I know that's a little whack. But episode one, me and Megan talked about a little on a Wednesday episode. Episode two, last week, I was sick with the fucking flu. And we don't need to go over it. Because listen, if you're listening to The Bachelor episodes, I'm going to assume that you're like watching The Bachelor. Or I should say The Bachelorette. 
You guys, that's what I always mean. I'm sorry. So I'm going to assume that you're watching The Bachelorette if you're listening to The Bachelorette episodes. And if you're not, it's only episode three. You're not missing anything. No one's even, like, I, like, cannot remember anybody's face or name until, like, episode seven. Until, like, the last episode when she's, like, proposing to someone. And I'm like, oh, who is that? (laughs) That's, like, I, I don't know. Especially, like, the shows like these, I feel like all the contestants always look the exact same. So I'm always like, and they always have the same names. Like, this this season, there's, like, two Lukes, and then there was, like, two um, Tylers. Like, I, I don't know. Everyone's white. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's the same. Anyways, so let's get into it. Um... So it starts off, the episode starts off with the, there being a group date, um, and so I should say on episode two, so I'm kind of backtracking, on episode two there's a group date that Cam, there's this guy named Cam on this season and he's truly the worst, his slogan is ABC, and that stands for always be Cam, but he should really change it to NBC, never be Cam, because his personality is trash. Um, so last episode, on episode two, there's a group date, and he wasn't invited to the group date, so he just went in the middle of it and interrupted the group date, and was like, fellas, you gotta make, be bold, I don't care about any of your feelings, I'm here for Hannah, and I just want to show her how I feel, so you gotta make bold choices, and so... Yeah, maybe you guys thought it was disrespectful, but you got to be bold, you know, because we're here for love and whatever. So, episode three starts with another group date. This time, Cam is invited. Surprisingly, he didn't get sent home from that move on episode two. But so Cam is invited for this group date. Um, And we have some celebrity guests. We have Jason Biggs and his wife. Um, Jenny Mullen, they're both actors, I'm sure, you know, Jason Biggs from, like, the American Pie movies. Um, so they are, like, in a, they're, like, the group date is kind of just showing men what it's like to be, like, a pregnant woman, because Hannah's like, you know, I want to have a lot of babies one day, and so I want a husband who's, like, empathetic and, like, understands, like, all the shit women have to go through. Um, and so they take, like, a little pop quiz about, like, women's bodies and reproductive systems there's a contestant on this season his name is tyler c he's very sweet and him and hannah seem like they have a great connection but he's kind of dumb as dirt um when they asked him what he knows about pregnancy he says i don't really know much about pregnancy i just know the woman gets bigger and bigger and hungrier and hungrier Whoo! lord child help tyler c um, so yeah, he's kind of dumb, but he's sweet. The quiz is very eye-opening. Most men do not know anything about the women reproductive system, but we all knew that, right, ladies? Um, and so then they do like a, where they try to change a fake baby's diaper, and it doesn't go over well. Some men don't even know how to hold a baby, which I'm like, how? Like, this is the thing. Like, I don't like babies at all. So it's not like, I hate the thing where it's like, oh, it just comes naturally to women. Because, like, no, it doesn't. And, like, I don't like babies. and But I still know how to hold a fucking baby. Like, I just feel like you would know how to hold a fucking baby. Like, you just, you know what I mean? So when men are like, how do I hold this thing? And they're, like, dangling it by its ankle. And I'm like, bro, either you're dumb as shit or, like, you're being a sarcastic asshole. But, like... You know how to hold a goddamn baby. Like, please think. 
So anyways, it doesn't go well, them trying to take care of these baby dolls. Um, and then they do some, like, simulation. So they talk about how, like, painful breastfeeding is for new mothers. So they put, like, clothes pins on the guy's nipples. And the guys are all like, oh, it hurts, blah. Um, and then they do, like, that... I'm sure you guys have seen this. Like, I feel like it's been, like, on a lot of TV shows. I know, like, it was on Ellen's show. Where they can do, like, the labor stimulation. So they put these, like, little electrode things on your abdomen. Why did I say that so weird? Abdomen. It's not two words. On your abdomen. Um, and they send, like, electrical currents to your abdomen. Your abdomen. And it, like, simulates what labor feels like for women. Um, and so they did that. And the men were like, Wow! This is the worst pain ever! Wah. Whatever. Um, especially with this one guy. He, like, really lost his shit. So, I mean, it was funny. Whatever. And then they go to, like, a little cocktail hour thing after the date. You guys, sorry if I'm, like, rushing through this. A lot happens in this episode. And I just truly do not have it in my wheelhouse to use my voice that much. So I'm going to try to rush through it so I'm not, like, ASMR fluing into your guys' um, ears. Um, and so they go to, like, the little cocktail hour after the group date with all the men. Not all the men, but all the men on the group date. And Mike is talking to Hannah. And Mike, you guys, listen, I have three front runners right now. Um, I like Jed a lot. He's the singer from Nashville. I really, really like Mike a lot. I feel like he's my favorite right now. And then I also like Peter the pilot. So those are my three front runners. So anyways, Mike um, is talking to Hannah on like a little one-on-one. -on -one. They're discussing some stuff. And he really opens up to her. And it's actually really sad. He said that um, in his last relationship that him and his girlfriend had gotten pregnant. And then they ended up losing their baby um, during the second trimester, which is like really horrific. You know, he's like really opening his soul to Hannah. They're both like really teary eyed. It's like a very sensitive subject. He said like he like never had felt that low in his whole life. And he like hasn't forgiven himself for not being there for his ex-girlfriend. It's just like a very vulnerable, like open wound time. And then fucking ABC always be cam comes and interrupts and he's like hey can I talk to you Hannah can I steal you and they're both just like you know I'll just be in a few minutes because they're both like teary-eyed um and he's like okay and then he interrupts four more times in the span of like five minutes he keeps coming in and be like all right well I'm ready to the point where even Hannah had to tell him twice please give us a minute and he just, like, didn't take the hint. Like, he just kept coming in and interrupting. And so, finally, Mike is just like, all right, dude, what the fuck ever. Here you go. Um, and you can tell Hannah's, like, annoyed. But she, like, lets it slide. That's, like, the thing I hate about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette sometimes is, like, I feel like the, the main people, like the whoever is the bachelor or the bachelorette, they always have to be like overly polite. But then I feel like it lets these like contestants kind of treat them like shit or like treat others like shit. Because it's like Hannah's like, I'm really sorry about that. Like, what's up? What do you need to talk about? And it's like, girl, don't apologize to him. He should be apologizing to you and to Mike for interrupting 
or you should tell him like, hey, that wasn't cool. When I tell you I need a few minutes, please like respect my time. But they're always like, I don't know, they're always just like way too polite, which I'm sure they have to be, but I don't know. Um, and so Cam, the, the important thing that he needed to tell her that was like, so he was so desperate to tell her because it was super important and super emotional, even though this guy's talking about how he lost his fucking baby, the second trimester. Um, but Cam's emotional thing was that he quit his job to come on the show. That was the thing. That was the emotional thing. That's what he thought was more important than this Mike guy talking about how he lost his child. Whew, never be Cam, y'all. NBC, never be Cam. Um, and so, meanwhile, while Cam is talking about how he's so emotional because he quit his job to come on the show, which, listen, no one that you're, like, romantically interested in, unless they truly have the lowest standards of all time, will be, like, romantically interested in you if you're like, hey, I don't have a job. <laughs> I quit my job so I could be in love with you. That is not a turn on for an adult. I need you to have a job, my dude. I need you guys. My guy, I need you to have a job. You telling me that you quit your job so you could try to date me? That's going to pretty much make me be like, um, I'm actually good. Thank you so much, though. Um, you can please see yourself out and here's a job application. Like, why would, uh, whatever. Um, and so meanwhile, while he's talking about how he quit his job, Mike is telling the other guys, like, you know, he just, like, interrupted me, like, four different times to the point that Hannah even had to say, like, you need to calm down, my dude. Um, and so then this other guy, I think his name is Jonathan. You guys, I don't know. I think his name is Jonathan. He, like, um, or it might be Joey. Listen, I don't know. He's like, that's not cool. And so then he's like, well, he's going to get what he has coming. So then he goes... And he's like, Ar and like interrupts Hannah and Mike. And he's like, Art Hannah and Cam. And it was like, all right, listen up. It's my turn to talk. Cam, you can go. And Cam's like, I actually just need two minutes. And he's like, no, I, you're good. You can go. And Cam's like, no, I'm going to take two minutes. And he's like, nah, my dude, you can see yourself out. You've had time. And he's like, I actually really need to talk to her. So I just need two minutes. And this guy just, like, isn't giving up because he's like, no, you've treated us like shit. You came on a group date you weren't invited to. Now you just interrupted Mike telling, like, a very vulnerable truth about himself. Um, you can get the fuck up and go. And so he, he just keeps being like, no. And he's like, can you just go outside and I'll bring her to you? And he's like, no, I'm just going to stand right here. And he's just like, are you kidding? And he's like, no, you, you have what you got coming to you. And he's like, well, let me just walk her to the door. And he's like, no, it's okay. And he, like, literally pushes himself between um, Cam and Hannah. And he's like, it's all right, my dude. I got it. Don't even worry about it. And so then Cam, like, goes back to the house. And he, like, vents to John Paul Jones. And is like, who's another contestant? Is a real name. And he's like, he's, I can't believe he did that. He's so disrespectful. He doesn't respect my time. I cannot believe he did that. He's like a hurt chihuahua. He's so insecure and like loses his shit, even though it's literally what he's been doing this whole time. And he's been telling these men, like, if you want a chance, you got to make bold moves. You can't think about other people's feelings. But then when he does, like when the same thing happens to him, what he's been doing, he's like, loses his mind. Oh boy. Red flag nation. Um, and so the group date goes on and, um, 
Hannah ends up giving Mike the group date rose, you know, because he was so open and vulnerable with him. And she really respected that. Plus, he's just, like, such a great guy. And also, he's very hot. So hot. Um, so I was very happy. And so then... Connor gets the one-on-one date, and the card said, let's set sail on our love story. So you're like, oh shit, we're gonna get a boat scene. Um, and Luke P, Luke P, who is, like, very similar to ABC Cam, um, just, like, very possessive and very delusional about him and Hannah's relationship, he gets, like, extremely jealous that Connor's getting a one-on-one date. But it's like, first of all, and like, Luke P is also the one who in episode two, the day after they met Hannah, told Hannah that he's falling in love with her. And for some delusional reason, Hannah was like all for it, which is like, girl, that is a, you thought Cam was red red flag nation? Fucking someone telling you two hours, like after they known you for like two hours, being like, I'm falling in love with you is like red flag continent, red flag universe. But she was for some reason like head over heels for it. Anyways, so Connor gets the one on one date and then um, Luke P is like very jealous and is like just going around the house being like, I can't believe that he got the one on one date. Like it's such a waste of time because me and Hannah have this connection, blah, 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 blah. Um, but then it turns out that Hannah is sick. She apparently passed out in her hotel room and had to go to the hospital and she got some um fluids but she's feeling better but she can't go on the boat date anymore so then the date turns to her inviting connor over to her hotel room so that they can cuddle in bed while she recovers ooh la la um so he stops by the store and gets her flowers and buys her soup and everything which is very sweet Connor, however, you guys, he's not my cup of tea. I feel like emotionally he's very immature. Um, he's not a great listener at all. Also, his v- constant voice, and I know I'm such a hypocritical bitch by saying this right now because, one, my normal voice is annoying, but, two, my voice right now with this flu, it's truly the worst. Um, but his voice and, like, the way he talks... Is as if he is trying out for a role in the Saturday Night Live skit, The Californians, which is bizarre because I think he's from Dallas, Texas, but he just constantly sounds as if he's doing a bad impression of like a surfer in SoCal. It's, it's so bizarre. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it other than that. Like, that's truly exactly what it is. It sounds like he's like doing a bad impression of the Saturday Night Live skit, The Californians, and that skit is them doing a bad impression of people in Southern California. It's bad. It's hard to listen to. Um, But he, like, goes over and hangs out with her in her room. They, like, cuddle in bed, and they kind of just, like, talk about themselves for a little bit. Connor doesn't listen to anything she says, because while she's talking, he's thinking about the next thing that he can talk about himself. Um, and then she sends him home because she says she's got to get some rest. So then while she goes and sleeps, he, like, puts... This part's, like, cute. He, like, takes all these little post-its and, like, hides little post-its around her hotel room. Being like, you have a beautiful smile. One said, which I rolled my eyes at so hard, it was like, 
you look beautiful without makeup. And it's like, stop giving people that compliment. Like, that's not a compliment. Stop giving people that compliment. But whatever, he's not my boyfriend, so it's none of my business. But he hides all these little posts around the room just telling her she's, like, beautiful and he enjoyed their time together. Um, and so then he goes back to the house and all the guys are, like, asking how it went, asking how she is because they're concerned. But fucking Luke P asked Connor what she was wearing. And it's so weird. He's like, so so what was she wearing? And Connor's like, eh, let me try to do his SoCal voice. I don't know, man. Uh, no, no, that was like Southern. That was like a Southern goat. You guys, I can't do it. I feel like my normal accent's kind of SoCal. But he was just like, sweatpants and a t-shirt? Because it's like, hello, she's sick. She went to the hospital. Like, she wasn't wearing a fucking ball gown. He, and he was really just like, I don't know, she had like a t-shirt on and like, sweatpants. <laughs> Like, she's in bed. She literally had to have, like, an IV drip, like, hours before. It was just a weird conversation. Um, So they're all hanging out and just around the house. And then this limo driver comes in and he's like, Hey, yo, Connor, you better get your ass the fuck up and go put on a fucking nice outfit because Hannah's taking you out to dinner tonight, my dude. And Connor's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was me trying to do... <coughs> this accent with the flu. Oh, you guys. Just you can just you can just leave this podcast now. I get it. Um and so then they like meet up for dinner and she's like, "You know, I just want to thank you. Like I had a lot of fun today and I'm glad like you were able to like roll with the punches. I know it wasn't the date that we had planned originally, but so it means a lot to me that you like came over and took care of me." Um and so then she gives him the group or she gives him the 101 rose right away. And then they go on their little date. And he opens up to her a little bit. He says that when he was 13, him and his family went skiing in, I think, Utah. And on the mountain, his mom um, had a stroke. And she had to be airlifted to the hospital. And she like couldn't speak for a while. So he opens up a little bit about that. Um, and Hannah appreciates that. Um and then there was, like, a private concert. You guys know I love the Bachelorette private concerts. There was, like, a private concert for them by Lucas Grams. Grants? I don't know what his name was. I know it was Lucas, and I know his last name started with a G. I think it was Grams. I could be wrong. You know, they're always, like, obscure country artists. But they're always like, oh, my God, I cannot believe Lucas Grams is here playing for us. Our two little old souls. It's my favorite artist in the whole world, Lucas Grams, who I immediately recognized. (laughs) It's like, that's always how it is. And it's like, here's the thing. Like, I listen to a lot of bands um, who, like, I know every lyric to every song. But I could not tell you an album name, a song name, or literally what they look like in person. But I've been listening to them for like 10 years. So whenever they like enter the room and they're like, is that Lucas Grams? I'm like, okay, (laughs) you do not know who that person is. (coughs) 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 And so, yeah, that was cute. They had a sweet little night. And then the next day, it starts off so bizarre it opens with hannah 
just like at her hotel room and she's like you know this week was drama filled I had to go to the hospital and get an IV and Tyler G left and then that's it that's all she says about it she just says Tyler G left and it's like not talked about anywhere else like none of the men talk about it like oh it's a bummer about Tyler G you don't see like Tyler G leaving like nothing it's just one sentence that she said Tyler G had to go home so I looked in on it, um, and I'm I'm nervous to say that this is a rumor, because I almost don't want to say it because I don't want to spread it if it's like not true. So this is very, very, very alleged, and please don't take this for face value. Um, so I looked up to see like what had happened, and ABC has no comment on it. They like aren't talking about it. Um, but if you are the big fan of the Bachelor Nation. Then you know about reality show Steve. Reality show Steve is a guy who has had um, a blog for years about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And you can always, he always knows exactly what happens during the seasons because he has like an inside source, I'm sure. Um, because he always knows for sure, like exactly, exactly what happened. Like, that's how I knew about what happened last season with Colton season before the show was even over. Um, is because I read it on reality show Steve. So reality show Steve said, um, that he wasn't going to say why that, why Tyler G left, but you could easily find out by just looking up his name. And so people did that and they found like Reddit posts talking about how he apparently there's like an abuse charge against him or something like that. He apparently spit on his ex-girlfriend and people are saying in a, like, this Reddit thread, people who know him, supposedly, very alleged, like I said, um, that he's, like, an extreme misogynist. Like, he just, like, hates women. And that he apparently spit on his ex-girlfriend or some shit. So, he came out and said that's not true. But then he also didn't give a reason why. He just said that him and the ABC team, not... Not always be Cam, but the actual ABC network that The Bachelor comes on. Um, that they came to an agreement and they both decided it was best if he went home. And it's like, okay, so I'm going to actually say that those rumors probably are true because that's very suspicious. And ABC doesn't send you home unless it's like something that's going to hurt their brand. Because it's like, if you're just truly crazy, they would keep you on because it's good TV. But if you're doing like shit like that, they're going to send you home. Faux show. Um... Especially since they've kind of fucked up in past seasons. Remember that one guy that was on Becca's season? And he, like, apparently, like, sexually assaulted someone? His name was, like, Lincoln? Yikes. Um, so they don't want to do that shit again. So it's all very mysterious. That's the pretty much the only information I could find online was that people think that ABC just found this stuff in his past. That he's like, hates women and doesn't treat women right. So that's that on that. Um... And so then they go, the guys go on their next group date, and it's like a photo shoot with animals, because it's like a promo for Secret Life of Pets 2, which I'm so fucking excited to come out, you guys, Secret Life of Pets 1 is like the best movie ever, me and Megan have talked about it multiple times on Wednesday episodes, um, so they did some promo with that, each guy got like assigned an animal, like there's a snake, there's a little pig, there's like a little hairless dog. And they just did photo shoots with the animal. And then they did photo shoots with Hannah. But it's also a little secret FBI stint. Because Demi, 
which is a girl from Colton season. She, her and Hannah were on Colton season together. They became like best friends. She's hiding in a back room and she hired the makeup artist and the animal handler to flirt with the men. And she has like all these cameras set up and microphones to see if the men are like trash. And so her and Hannah are like watching the men and the makeup artist is like flirting with them and seeing what they really think about Hannah or the process. And all the men passed. They all said very good things. So that's good. Um, there's no snakes in the grass just yet on this season. Um, and so then Luke P, he's still in his crazy ways. He's like being very obsessive and um, like controlling over Hannah and he keeps following her around or like being very insecure when she's like flirting with other guys and just like won't let her have alone time. Like one of the producers was like, okay, Hannah, you need to come back in the change room to switch outfits. And she's like, oh, sorry. Like I have to go. I have to go change. And he's like, where are you going? Where are you going? Hey, where are you going? Let me walk you there. Hey, can we talk? Can we talk while we walk over there? And she even was like, hey, you need to give me some space. I'll talk to you. But right now I've got to do this. Um, so you can tell she's being, like, very annoyed. Um, and so then they, like, after they have, like, and, like, during the photo shoot, she has, like, extreme chemistry with Peter the pilot, which, bitch, who wouldn't? Not only is he cute, but he also seems very sweet and very emotionally mature. And hello, he's a motherfucking pilot, bitch. He's a pilot. It. it. Woo! He's hot. I have a crush on Peter. Um... And so, during, like, the little cocktail group date thing, she, they, like, sit down, and the first guy, she, like, she's, like, Luke, can I talk to you? And so, they go and have a conversation, and she, like, breaks it down for him. She's, like, (coughs) she's, like, you know we have this connection. You know I like you. Um, We have, like, a good bond. However, I'm starting to get really irritated with our relationship because, you're being um, kind of possessive and a little obsessive and you keep trying to like show off our connection in front of the other men and you're not respecting me and you're not respecting all the other relationships I have with these other men because like not only my relationship with you, but I'm in a relationship with all of you and you need to respect that. Um, and so she says like, you know, I'm getting irritated with you and I just need you to dial it back. So then they finish talking And then she goes back and goes and talks to another guy. And Luke P, he's, like, low-key dangerous. He's, like, one of those guys who would, like, stalk you and, like, break into your house and, like, either hurt himself or hurt you. He's, like, one of those guys that are, like, if I can't have you, no one can. And, like, maybe I'm being a little dramatic, but I don't think I am. Because, like, I feel like these were just, like, the beginning warning signs. So he, like, starts imploding. And all the other guys are like, Luke is imploding. Because he's, like, freaking out. He's, like, pacing. He's being like, she was talking to me, but she didn't let me talk. She was just talking at me. Which is like, whoa, bro. She's telling you how she feels. Like, she wants you to dial it back. Like, whatever. And so he's just, like, raging. He's, like, walking the halls. So then he goes and interrupts um, her when she's, like, talking to another guy. And she's like... I'm still talking to someone else. Please give me a few minutes. So then he, like, walks back out. 
And then she switches guys. She goes and talks to another guy. And then he interrupts again. And she's like, Luke, please just fight. Like, I will come find you. Please just give me a few minutes. And so then he's just standing outside the door, like, waiting for them to be done. Meanwhile, Peter, the fucking hot-ass pilot, um, is like, blah, blah, blah. Like, minding his own business. And he's like, I'm going to go see, like, wait for Hannah to be done talking to this guy. And I'm going to talk to her. And so they, like, him and Luke kind of, like, meet in the hallway, like, outside of the door. And Luke is like, are you trying to talk to Hannah? Peter's like, yes. Peter the pilot. Sorry. Did you guys know he's a pilot? Um, He's like, yes, I am trying to talk to Hannah. And I'm also um, hot and a pilot. And Luke is like, not going to happen, my dude. Not going to happen. I've been waiting out here for three different people to come through. And so I'm I'm taking my turn. She's got to talk to me. I got to talk to her. So not going to happen. And then... He's like, I see what you're doing, man. I see what you're trying to do. I see how you're trying to, like, beat me at this. And Peter, um, the hot pilot, is like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm just trying to talk to Hannah. Like, I didn't even know you were over here. I'm just trying to talk to Hannah. That's literally how the show works. And also, I'm a pilot. And so then they're both just, and Luke is just, like, freaking out. And so then Peter, um, the hot pilot, is like, okay, well, I'm just, like, gonna sit here and just, like, wait for her to come out. And Luke is, like... So they're kind of just, like, sitting there, both in the hallway. And Luke keeps, like, giving him, Peter, the hot pilot, dirty looks. And he's like, I don't like this, man. I don't like you sitting out here. I don't like this. Like, I'm... You need to respect me. I'm trying to talk to her. And Peter, um, who's also a pilot, is like... Bro, I'm just, like, sitting here, like, I'm just waiting patiently, like, when she comes out, she can decide who she wants to talk to. So then eventually she does come out, and Luke is, like, pretty much, like, leaps on her, and he's like, we need to talk, I need to talk to you right now. And she's like, Luke, I told you, I will find you when I am ready to talk, but I need a break from you right now. So please, like, respect me, dial it back, like I told you to earlier, and I will find you when I'm ready to speak to you. And he just, like, implodes, pretty much. He, like, gets all crazy. And she's like, um, Peter, the hot pilot, who's also, um, a pilot and is hot, I'm ready to talk. And so then they, like, go and talk, and they have a great time, and they, like, make out. He, like, even picks her up, and she, like, wraps her legs around him, and they're, like, making out against the wall. And he's also a pilot. And, um, meanwhile, Luke is just, like, losing his shit. And so then it's, like, ready for her to give out the group date rose, and, um, she's like, before I give this out, I just want to talk to Luke really fast. So then she goes and talks to Luke and she's like, listen, like you need to relax. Like I literally told you like how I felt. I've told you, I need you to dial it back and you're not doing that. You're doing the exact opposite. And then he's like, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Can I just cut you off right there? She literally said, can I just cut you off? <coughs> Oh, my God. And she's like, no, let me talk. She's like, I need you to calm down or this is going to end right here and right now. I like you. I like being around you. We have a good connection, but you're not showing me good signs right now. So I just need you to relax. And then he's like, "Okay, thank you. And like hugs her. And then they like go back. And then she's like, "Okay, I'm going to give this group date. Rose to the guy who is a pilot and also is hot and his name is Peter and he's also a pilot. So Peter the hot pilot gets the group date Rose and 
everyone's happy except for Luke P, of course. And so then the next day, Chris Harrison comes and he's like, hey, y'all, um, we're not going to do a cocktail party tonight. And the guys are like, oh, man, shucks. And then he's like, because we're going to do a motherfucking tailgate. Roll tight. Um, and so then they do a tailgate party instead. So they have like beer pong. They have like cornhole. It's like by the pool. Um, oh, but before, before the tailgate party starts and before Hannah gets to the house, Cam like sits all the guys down. And he's like, hey, guys, always be Cam, ABC Cam. But when it should be NBC Cam, he's like, hey, guys. I've been really trying to talk to Hannah about something really sad and personal um, every single time that she comes over, but I just, like, never get the chance. So I just really need everyone to respect me and respect my time and just give me some time alone with Hannah today without interruption, all right? And remember, this is Cam, the guy who came on a group date he wasn't invited to and interrupted Mike when he's, Mike was telling about how he lost a child um, five separate times. And then flipped out when he got interrupted by someone. So he's asking all the group, the whole group of guys to respect him and his time because he needs to tell Hannah something personal. And so then it's just like dead silent and all the men are just staring at him. And then Mike goes, nah. <laughs> and they all just kind of like get up and leave. It's pretty good. <clears throat> and so then... Sorry for all the coughing, you guys. Unless you're really into fluid ASMR, then you're welcome. And Venmo me for that kink shame. Um, and so then the tailgate party starts, and they're, like, having fun. And then, like, Cam, ABC Cam, should be NBC Cam, um, goes up to Hannah, and he's like, hey, can I talk to you? Like, all, like, it's, like, very out of breath and rushed. And she's like, oh, sure, even though she's, like, literally in the middle of a game of cornhole. And, um, and that's how you can always, like, weed out the people who suck, by the way. It's, like, if they think that them talking about themselves and, like, trying, like, talking about themselves to you and pulling you away from, like, a group of fun people is, like, more important than you having, like, fun during a tailgate party. If they're, like, it's actually more important for you to hear about my sad life story so that maybe you can have a bond with me instead of you having fun at this tailgate party after you've had a stressful week of going to the hospital and getting an IV. Like, it's so eye-opening. Anyways, so he pulls her over, and almost like he's, like, reading a book. Like, it's like he's reading a script or, like, doing a, like, high school presentation, and he's, like, note cards. He's, like, so I just wanted to open up, so I resigned from my job. A few years ago, I I was paralyzed, and what I'm, or so, I was, you guys, I was truly barely listening because I can't stand him. But he said something about how he, how was, like, having cramping in his leg, and they said that they might have to amputate it. So he's like, so I quit my job, my leg almost had to get amputated, and then I had to go in for a second surgery, and um, during that time while I was recovering, I had a puppy, and I had to rehome my 10-month-old puppy, and he's just like telling her, like, it's like literally in a list, like it's literally like that, like he's reading it off flashcards, all these like sad, quote-unquote, things that have happened in his life. It's like so bizarre, because it, and I know I keep repeating it, but it's truly like bullet points. Not like when Mike opened up, he's like, you know, today really reminded me, like, seeing all the, like, labor and holding the baby stuff, it really reminded me of this, like, terrible time in my life where I lost my child. Peter, or not Peter, not Peter the hot pilot, Peter the pilot, um, but ABC Cam is just like, here's all these sad things and I hope that you feel bad for me. Um, 
and so it's really bizarre and Hannah you can tell is just kind of like oh okay like I'm I'm sorry that all happened to you like it's you can tell she's kind of just like okay like where is this coming from um and so then they like go back to the party and then um Mike comes over to her and he's like hey can I talk to you for a second and she's like sure and so then they go and talk and he's like you know I don't really want to like bring up any drama but Cam had was telling the other guys today that he was going to tell you a sad story in order for you to feel pity for him and so that he could get like a pity rose from you because he thinks that he's going to go home so he said like you know I'm going to pull out this last stop that's like hail mary and tell her all these sad things about my life so she feels bad for me so she keep like lets me stay and apparently he was already writing like goodbye letters to the men in the house and so then like, to, like, manipulate her, like, to manipulate her feelings in order to get another rose, like, not even, like, so that he can build a connection with her, but just to get another rose, like, it's a game, and so then she's, like, really pissed off, and so then she goes and finds Cam, and ABC Cam, should be NBC Cam, and is, like, is all this true? Like, Mike just told me all this stuff, and he was, like, no, I don't, I don't think it's for a pity rose. You know, I just wanted to open up. And she's like, well, were you writing goodbye letters to men? To the men in the house? And he, he was like, yeah, you know, because I thought I was going home. And she's like, so you you thought you were going home. So you, like, were already writing letters and thought, like, as a Hail Mary. I'm using football references because it's such a tailgate party. And I truly don't even know if they're correct. I could not tell you what a Hail Mary is. But she was like, as a Hail Mary, you like told me sad things in order to try to stay and she's like that's really schemy and slimy and manipulative and like I don't appreciate it um and so then they go to like the uh rose ceremony and and once again you guys I'm truly just rushing this um next week I hope to be better but I every two seconds I like feel such a guttural cough in my throat um And so they go to the rose ceremony and she sends home Joey, Jonathan, and um, ABC Cam. And now ABC Cam stands for adios, bye-bye, see ya. Thank you guys. Thank you. I'll be here all week. I know that was my best joke. So Cam gets the fucking boot. And he's got to go, along with Jonathan and Joey, who, like, I barely even know because it's week three. Um, And so then, yeah, that's it for that. And then it showed a preview for next week, which is tomorrow, of course. Oh, that's another thing I want to do Sundays for the recap is because it's like a nice recap before the new episode for tomorrow. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's a nice reminder. Um, And so then... For next episode, which will be tomorrow, it shows that, like, everyone is just getting sick of Luke P. It looks like him and Mike kind of get into it. Seems like people are telling, starting to tell Hannah about his, like, erratic behavior. Um, And it looks like people are starting to doubt Hannah. They're like, how can a girl like this, like, I don't know if I can be with a girl who, like, likes a guy like this. So... Looks like the Luke P stuff is starting to boil over, um, but it doesn't look like he goes home next week because it also showed like later this season, and it looks like he's still there, still causing problems. So we'll see. But that was episode three of The Bachelorette. Um, like I said, my front runners right now are Mike, who I really love, um, Grant, 
Oh, I didn't say Grant, or not Grant, Garrett. I really love Garrett. Jed, and then Peter the pilot, who's um Peter, and he's a pilot, and he's hot, and he's a pilot. And those are my four faves right now. I kind of, when I talked about it earlier, I forgot to mention Garrett. Megan said that she also really likes Garrett, too. I think that's a front runner for her. He doesn't get a lot of camera time. Um, but he seems very sweet. So those are my top four right now. Like I said, Mike, um, Garrett, Jed. I really like Jed a lot. And Peter, the pilot, the pilot Peter, pilot named Peter. Peter is a pilot. And it's hot. And it's a pilot. So tell me who your guys' top three or four are right now. Tell me who you think will make it to the final two. Um, right now, I'm not sure. I do have good feelings about Peter the Pilot, though. So we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, DM me and tell me who you think your top four are right now, or top three, or who's one of your favorites. And tell me what you think about fucking Luke P. Luke the fucking psycho. Um, and then we'll be back on Wednesday, me and co-host Megan, to talk about regular pep kilcha stuff. And then I will be back next Sunday to do a recap of episode four before the episode five begins on Monday. So we're having fun here. We're back to structure. This episode was a little rocky, but I still kind of have the flu. And, you know, I'm getting back into Sunday episodes and I'm getting back into my Bachelor episodes. So bear with me. Things are going to go a lot smoother as I get into more of the routine. But we're back, baby. We are back. I know you guys miss my singing. All right. In the meantime, if you have Instagram, make sure you that you follow the podcast on there. It's Pop Culture Swine Podcast. Sometimes we have a troll and it's a lot of fun. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Because that's how we get more exposure and more listeners and grow this little pig farm. And until then, I will see you guys on Wednesday with co-host Megan. Bye, guys.